pretty home And Columbia, 89.5 FM. That's right. My name is Mike Hagan, and it's 4 o'clock Saturday afternoon, which means it is, once again, time for Open Mic Radio. We're going to get it rolling with one from our featured guest this afternoon. His name is Kyron Penrose, and this is him. had you not said anything i don't think oh, yeah. I, I your ears must must be tighter than mine but sounded actually very good and uh i will say thank you and welcome everyone it is open mic radio saturday december 18th um yeah lovely mid-missouri weekend winter <laughs> nonetheless but pretty Fine. nice out there not yeah. too cold got sun shining and maybe a little bit chilly but Looks like it might stay that way for a few days now as well. So anyway, hope you're enjoying it out there. Always a lot to do in the Columbia area on the weekends. And uh, hope you're enjoying it. Hope your Friday night was fun. If you did anything cool or we missed out, 
give us a call. Let us know. Number is 573-443-8255 here in the studio. 573-443-7380. We'll do the same thing. And uh, anyway, lots of fun and music around town. And also this afternoon here at KOPN, um, it's Open Mic Radio. We do this every Saturday afternoon from 4 to 6, live music and interviews with some of Missouri's finest musicians and bands. My name is Mike Hagan. I'm joined again by Kind Kurt, providing the theme music and some uh, music wisdom, as it were. Hello, Roseport. Good to see you, Kurt. <laughs> and... Um, Anyhow, yeah, we feature awesome local and regional music and the artists who create it here. Of course, in order to do that, I need to know who they are. So if you want a chance to get on the radio here with us, get in touch with me or get in touch with Kurt, share your music with us. This is your call to action. All right. Send me music. All right. You can you can stroll right on down here to 915 East Broadway. The doors are open. You can say hello and drop off an MP3 or something like that. Or, obviously, email and Instagram and the typical social media platforms are easy to get in, in touch with us as well. And if you don't uh, subscribe to the podcast, you might. If you missed the show in the past, you won't in the future. So, anyway, okay. Great to be here this afternoon. Hope things are going well for you. Big thanks to TKEA uh, for uh, grooving on one mic since 2 p.m. Before that, Morgan, the awesome Morgan Matsiga and Motherland Jam from noon until 2. We've got the stick until 6 o'clock and hang around afterwards for Rashumba and a reggae party coming at you from 6 o'clock until 8 o'clock. The best in roots rock reggae right here in mid-Missouri with a guy who really knows it. And uh, 8 until 11. Chris takes the helm with Blues on Broadway. Keep it dialed in here, KOPN, round the clock. Great stuff all Saturday and certainly tomorrow afternoon as well. And, uh, well, all the time, all right? Okay, last week, Big Cat Matt, awesome rockabilly music. Uh, Once a month, I share the airwaves with Matt, and uh, Big Cat Matt comes on and does the Rockabilly Corner. And, uh, again, just a really remarkable show. If you like rockabilly music, old-time country, that that type of stuff, he really knows it. And... um, did it again this last week. I I, I have my, my neighbors and I tend to uh, get together during Big Cat Matt show, and we'll either meet at you know my house or their house or something like that, and we'll grab a glass of wine or a six pack or something and listen listen to Matt. It's the best. I'm telling you, <laughs> totally, it's awesome. All right. Anyway, okay. So um, you know, and we we ran into Big Cat Matt at the Junior Brown show at uh, uh, at. Wrote Rose Music Hall maybe a week and a half ago or yeah. so. Um, he was right up front, and and uh, a front huge fan of that music, and yep. and uh, and a great show from Junior show. Junior Brown uh, the other the other the other night down there at Rose. Even though it wasn't the best night for Junior, it was pretty yeah. good pretty good for the rest of us. So. He got out of it without breaking a hip. So yes. I think we're all fortunate in that. All right. So the week before though, we had Big Cat Matt last week, and the week before that, I want to put a, a shout out and a tip of the hat to the band Elephant Hat. I mean, elephant, elephant foot. foot. Elephant hat. <laughs> Why did I say tip of the hat to elephant foot? Tip of the foot to elephant you hat. You stepped in it there, Mike. I did. Anyway, elephant foot. They were here a couple weeks ago. Uh, uh, Eli and uh, oh, the, the, the other guy's name sort of escaped me. But anyway, excellent new music from Elephant Foot. Cool new rock and roll from a great bunch of guys. And I had a great time on the air with them a couple weeks ago. So. If, again, if you missed that, uh, check it out on the podcast. It was a great show, and those guys are fantastic. So one more thing before we get to our featured uh, guest this afternoon. I want to uh, 
uh, say that I'm dedicating the show this afternoon to a close friend of ours, mine, and many of my own friends who passed away last night. His name was Matt Jones, and uh, um, you Better may known as to some as Jonesy. Everybody knew him as Jonesy. A lot of people did. Uh, he was uh, one of the regulars down there at Booch's Bar and Grill on Ninth Street, and also sort of an iconic figure in the music scene here in. Uh, in mid-Missouri and actually around the world actually the guy traveled all over the place and even though he wasn't a particularly accomplished musician himself he was one of the greatest music fans that I've ever known and he was he was one of my go-to guys for new stuff if I ever was looking for something new and and you know, unique. I, I I always would ask Matt, "Hey, what are you listening to these days? What do you, you what know. do you, what do you got in your player?" And he never, never, never uh, disappointed me. He 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 turned me on to so much great music over the years. And anyway, it was sort of an untimely death for our friend Matt, and uh, I'm gonna miss him. And I'm sure many of our friends out there will as well. And anyway, he the show was a steady fixture at a lot of these shows. Almost every show, actually, I've gone yeah, to for years. I mean, at some point, I would see Jones. E- even even Kyron, he he would even the younger guys that were in the scene. He was going to see all that yeah. stuff too. I bet you you'd know him if you if you saw him. Kind yeah, of. Last yeah. show I saw that he was at was the Junior. With show Junior Brown, we saw him at Junior Brown. It was great. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. So anyway, this show uh, is for Matt. All right, and um, now uh, this afternoon, though, we are joined by a young gentleman named Kyron Penrose and uh, Kyron and I uh, have a little bit of a history I've, I've, he's been on the show a couple of times in the past in fact one time it was like really early on it was like a uh, battle of the bands or something and yeah. it was like you and Blackwater oh, yeah, and I, 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 I don't know and uh, um, like 15 probably yeah we had had a few people just kind of kind of in here in the studio now then again um last year in may of 2020 i don't know if you remember but we did a zoom yeah we actually did like a zoom thing during the covid uh uh, when we weren't actually broadcasting from the studio we had we you know we were doing some trying to do some creative stuff and we had kyron and, and his bandmates uh do a zoom thing but i'm really glad to have you back and glad that we're in the studio live and we get to hear some uh some some music face to face here, so yeah, I sure appreciate sure. you being here. All right, so Kyron, let's do that. Um, let's hear some. Music. Grab that uh, mic and pull it a little bit closer, and then we'll have you play another song. But first, I want you to say hi. And um, hi. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's the way we just took care of that. Uh, and now that you're that you feel you're in better tune, uh, let's have another song, right? Yeah. All right, this is Kyron Penrose, and he's with us here this afternoon. Open Mic Radio, if you want to join us, 573-443-8255, We're glad to be here this afternoon. Glad you're listening and uh, in for some good music, all right? All right, once again, this is Kyron. Sure. 
is on his finder Singing all time You are the hollow Sleeps beside your What do you call that one, Karen? Uh, wildflower. All right. Um, I am noticing right away that your style has changed. Uh, your style has changed a little <laughs> bit, uh, or it's an uh, or an evolution of uh, of your style, and as it should. I mean, you're, you're a young songwriter. Um, let's give people a little bit of background before we go there, and so people can get a little bit of feel for for what I'm talking about. But um, you are. I don't like to talk about how old people are because it really doesn't matter. But mm. but you've been performing and writing songs and uh, uh, um, and doing the music thing now actively for what five six years or what would you say? Yeah, I turn twenty one next month, so it'll be well. I guess my first show was when I was fifteen, so it's been about six years. Do me a favor, get a little bit more friendly with your mic. Oh, sorry. That's right. You turn my mic, uh, my headphones down oh. just a little bit more. It's not hurting my ears, but maybe it's in my, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm with you. How's that? That's uh, a little bit, little. That's good right there. Yeah, thank right, you. Cool. All right, so uh, yeah, so you've been you've been actually. Uh, you've had music involved in your whole life, I think. I think the first time we talked, and we should maybe maybe we go there again, but um, your musical background, you have certainly some family members, your dad in particular, I know who's a, uh, a skilled musician, but yeah. has, has it been a part of your, your life since you were, you were a kid, or how'd you, yeah, how, how'd you sure. really get into it? Um, I don't really remember. I think, well, I think that's probably, you know, like shows. I, I don't really remember when I started playing music. I remember the first time I wrote a song, but I, I remember my dad had a recording studio. Uh, we lived on Worley. And so you're from Columbia originally. Oh, yeah. Lived here sure. your whole life? Yeah, I grew up on Sexton. Um, and I lived on Worley for like a year, maybe. But Sexton, drugs, and rock and roll? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, uh, there's a house we had on Worley where it was a little back room, and it kind of reminds me of this room a little bit. But my dad had all of his music stuff in there. I remember uh, he had like a little boss 
um, little CD recorder. So it was like, you know, like there's like the four track recorder and that was like the you know, 80s and 90s. And then there was like the CD one that you could, you could record digitally through right, that. And you right. get like, you started out from like eight tracks or, you know, however, however many you can fit into those four tracks to, to like, I don't know, maybe 20 or 30 or something. And then they had laptops after that. But I remember he had that. And I, he, I, he recorded a beat in the loop. And then uh, I said I wanted to play a, a song. We have the CD somewhere at, at my house. I don't know if we have a copy of it. But uh, it was a, I wrote a song called I Bid a Jerk to Tyler. It was my stepbrother at the time. <laughs> and I, it, it was like I listened back to it. And it's like hard for me to listen to, you know. But it's like... I could. I mean, I knew how to put the song together still, though, so I was right. kind of like, I had to give myself a little bit of credit. But it was like, yes, yeah, so I, I wrote that, and then I didn't learn how to play until I was seven. I didn't learn how to play ukulele until I was seven. So, you, so did you start out playing guitar? No, I started out playing ukulele because my dad had one, and he'd sing to my sister when she was a baby. Um, but he'd always sing and stuff. He's was, he was from, my family's from Fort Worth, Texas, or my dad's side, like, my dad's side's from Fort Worth. Um, and so he like played a lot of, uh, like old country that was, you know, like Waylon and yeah, yeah. George Strait and, some and Texas swing and that yeah, kind of all, stuff. Yeah. It's, I mean like he's not like country by any means necessarily, but like if you grow up in Texas, like Roger Miller and you all, can't help yeah. but be familiar with that Bob Wells and yeah, they said yeah. that he, uh, listened to his, his grandparents or his aunt said that when he was little, he would sit in the back seat and sing, um. Oh man, it was uh, not driving my life away. It's another Eddie Rabbit song. <laughs> it was. Uh, mm, I he it's I love the rainy nights, but he oh. was like he would sing I love the rainy nights because he couldn't say his at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so was your dad a pro professional musician, or was he a hobbyist and, and just really skilled? Or he's like he's good enough that he could definitely have played and gone anywhere he wanted to i think but it's more like he just likes playing to you know like he doesn't like i don't know like some people but don't it wasn't have, his profession he yeah, did some something else for a living or whatever yeah some people don't like uh playing in front of a bunch of people you know and that's where i'm at. like i love playing in front of people but like yeah he uh, he cut he cuts hair he owns penrose uptown so all right it's the right now where the wardrobe is yeah yeah, yeah so the, that uptown a, building yeah. hair shop yeah right yeah, guys and girls or just guys? Yeah, guys and girls. Yeah. He specializes in with curly hair, but he'll cut pretty much anyone's hair. Right on. All right, yeah. cool. Okay, just so, get a discount if you have curly hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so you started playing young age, seven, eight years old. Playing yeah. The, so playing he got. Nuke. So he he went. I, I played on his a little bit, but like I wouldn't want to play it. And he'd be like, uh, he'd say. That he he tried to teach me chords and I I just wouldn't listen and I like I get I got really frustrated with someone trying to teach me it I think and so I was just like I'd be like hey like he said I'd, I'd run up and I'd be like hey like teach like how how do you play this and then he'd be like oh well you put you know like here's like the F so you put your finger here and I was like no 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 no, no. <laughs> like and I gave him a piece of paper and I was like write it down like and draw out a map of how to do it and then I'd run off and learn how to play it so I I played he went to California for a hair school and uh, whenever I was. Like seven, I think he used to go there a lot because he worked at Kalani up the road. Yeah, I remember for that. years. Uh -huh. um, and so she'd send him out to different hair schools, and uh, he went to school with the Vidal Sassoon people, I think. And then 
uh, the guy that cut the Beatles hair. I remember that was like a huge thing for me because he no like because I love the Beatles a lot, mm-hmm. and so he brought me back ukulele, and I still have it. But I I learned to play on that, and then I picked up guitar in seventh grade. All right. Well, Kurt's a big Beatles fan as well. I think I'm, yeah. I think everyone in the room right now. I think now, that's what uh, right? Harrison supposedly was passing around to a bunch of people. Like you know, the last few years of his life was a bunch of ukuleles. When you come over, really? he's like, yeah, there's all kinds of people <laughs> that have these ukes or whatever. That George was giving away. It was George was yeah. giving away to his friends or whatever because he was really getting into it. That's yeah, so I cool. saw some crazy. I mean, I, I didn't watch. Did you guys watch the Beatles, the new documentary that gets? I haven't back? yet, but I'm I'm, okay. I'm looking forward to it. I didn't watch it, but I saw a clip from it like the day after it came out, or you know, whatever. Right. And there's a video of him writing, um, come, no, get back, get back. Get yeah. Back. But it was gnarly. Cause he was like, he would start doing the, you'd think that it's like the Western or, you know, like the American or English Paul? style of music. Yeah. It's so like that, mm-hmm. the, the way that you're like, we use our, our, like if you sing in, in the major progression. Mm-hmm. Um, but when he was doing it, like he was like. And it was, you could totally tell that like everything he was doing, like he wrote this whole song out. But he, they reminded me like Jeff Buckley a little bit, where he like would I play with Jeff these Buck- like Buckley. these Indian chord progressions. Yeah, Buckley scales. does some real cool Native American and influence he totally stuff. just yeah, he totally like he took like these these Indian like not not Native American but like Indian like from India. He took their their scales and like totally put it into the song and wrote it out so quick and it was it was awesome because it was like different than what other people were doing whether or not it seemed like it in the moment right that's how the eagles came up with uh life in the fast lane really was joe joe walsh had joe walsh supposedly had this little you know it's like a little scale thing he did or whatever but it's the opening to it and they were like backstage and he was just practicing getting ready to go on stage and they they were like what in the world is that it's amazing how some songs have come into being over the years you know for guys sure. or girls just messing around and come up with a cool little lick and next thing you know it's like a oh. famous song alright Kyron um, last time you were with me we had Luke and uh, Ryan and Ryan yeah. and Ryan was playing bass Luke was playing some guitar along with you yeah um are, are you still involved with those guys? Or I'm uh, still friends with them a little bit. Uh, Ru- Luke's in Ruby Lane now. Oh, He's all right. Playing, like, Love Ruby uh, Lane. They're, they're, yeah, so I used to go over there and hang out um, towards... Like, so the last time I talk with, talked with you, I had, like, a lot going on and stuff, but we went. I went to um, their place. Uh, it was on... It was Forrest and, and um, Adam, and they were living there at this house, and uh, I used to go over there and play with like adaptation right before that, like this banded or whatever. Right. And um, so we would go downstairs and play. And then um, my girlfriend went out west to go to Yellowstone. And I was just like, I hadn't left the state. Well, I mean, I have, like, I went to New York and other places, you know, but right. uh, so I went, she left. And then, like, a week later, I was like, man, like, I got, I'm like, what do I have like holding me back here right now? Like coronavirus is going on. Like I don't have to. And so my friend, I just called my friend, and then he pulled up in his car, and then we just got in and like started driving out west. And we drove from here to to Oregon. So we went for, we went up through Colorado. We made it from here to Yellowstone. Now, did you bring the instruments with? And were you, were you busking no. or anything, or just going out there to just? No, I didn't play my guitar for a long time, and that's wow. I think that kind of like. Change a lot of stuff, but I went for. It was Sometimes like, that'll give you a jump up and or yeah. something. It, it's almost like you need the break. Well, because I didn't have one for a long time, so we went, we went, it, we drove 
48 or 24 hours straight and we made it to Yellowstone that night and then from there we went to Montana um, Washington to Oregon to see my aunt my aunt had a guitar there and I met my little cousin and I hadn't met her before like uh, I hadn't I mean I haven't really met a whole lot I was raised by my dad and my stepmom Charity uh, and I've I got I mean she's like my mama you know like I got her name tattooed on me and stuff but like uh, she was, my cousin in Oregon was like the first blood cousin I'd met which doesn't really mean anything but it also no, kind of does it does yeah and yeah, so yeah. I, I had the guitar and she just like I, she was probably two or three and I remember like you know I'd strum it out a chord and then she'd take the pick and she'd like grab it out of my hand and then it was like the craziest thing I'd ever seen like she and most of the kids would just like start hitting it but she like pluck it just like like the same beat that I did it was one of the craziest things I'd ever seen but she loved it that's awesome. Yeah. All right. So, um, uh, can we get some more? Uh, let's have another song. And then we got, I, I got, I got a lot of questions, team. though, because I want to find out what. Uh, I mean, there's been a lot of changes in, yeah, in, sure. in, in the last couple of years. So, but you've got a lot of. You got a lot of songs in your bag as well, so let, let's yeah, uh, yeah. Let, let's play some of them. All right, yeah, for sure. All uh, right, uh, tell me about whatever you're going to play before you do it. Though we'll give the folks a little bit of an intro. Um. I so if yeah, so it's kind of hard, weird to talk about and hard to talk about, I guess. But it's like I don't know. I, n- I never really talk about my yeah, my songs. Them. No, I want to. I want yeah. to talk about it because it makes it more of like a more of a meaningful thing for for people if they kind of get an idea of it. But it's like uh, like if you're in a in a relationship with someone for a really long time, you know, because. If you're, if so, like, I know that you guys are older than me, of course, but, all right, though. uh, so if you're like in a relationship, I'm sure you guys can like recall back to something like this at some point in your life, but you're in a relationship for a really long time. Um, and you guys have to separate because you're not getting along, but you really, really want to get along. You love each other. Still. You love you're each just, other still, right now, but it's just, just not like, working. it's just not. Yeah. I, I, anyway, I've, this I've, is called already gone. And I, I have uh, some of these out, but I'm trying to put these out, put these out. All right, so this is a song that's been written recently, or it's an older one, or what? Uh, I wrote all these songs within the last year, I'd say. I'm trying to work on recording them right now, but it's kind of... No, we'll talk about we'll talk about that a little bit here, about recording and, and writing and that type of thing, all right? But, yeah, okay, sure. all right, let's, let, let, let's just hear it. Kyron Penrose, everyone. It's Open Mic Radio, KOPN Columbia, 89.5 FM. Glad you're with us, and uh, let's check this one out from uh, from Mr. Penrose. Your ticket stops in there, sitting there too. It's funny how they pop up these memories of you. I thought they were already gone. Mama taught me more than. Yes, I'm just too far gone. 
Already gone. Sounding good, man. Thank you. Kyron Penrose with us in the studio this afternoon. Great to have Kyron here. It's been a little bit, and uh, definitely some um, maturity and some <laughs> new, uh, some new, uh, some new styles. I've, I've, I feel I'm he- uh, like like I'm hearing. Um, are you playing with other people? I think we got a couple of bandmates kind of on and off mm-hmm. now. You do a lot of solo stuff as well, or what's the what's your what's your yeah, your, your primary focus right now, as far as performing and and, uh, and 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 I guess writing, are you doing it with a band or are you doing it by yourself? Um, well, so I kind of found that like writing with band stuff, it's, it was kind of hard because it's like there's so many things to to keep in in order, you know, especially if you're touring and stuff like that. Which I'm I'm starting the tour this March, um, and great. In terms of like getting everyone with you, you know, like you need, like you need to have a whole group. So it's easier for me to do. There's like a huge um, group of. There's a huge niche for right now for uh, for singer songwriter stuff like alternative country and folk music. Uh, mm-hmm. There's like I been see. lots of awesome ones that have come through Columbia. I see that as well. Yeah. And so yeah, um, I've been playing like more solo stuff but it's nice if i can get a group with me too so it's like if i have the option to have a group you know and i'm mm-hmm. like hey like do you guys all want to play the show next month or like you know like i have this in like two days you know then people can pull up and i'll have a full group with me uh and i could play all the songs because they're really awesome musicians um but for tour i'm i mean my friends coming with me i'm trying to teach them how to play cajon because i don't really have like it's so much it changes all the time you know right and right. uh if i just no, have someone like, in the nice background let's have, a, nice have yeah. a little drum in the background a little, little yeah little, a little like a little little rhythm know, snare or, right so i love the cajon yeah. you got some spots yeah. already booked yeah like, i do where, whereabouts are you playing like where's your tour taking you um so 
I just started doing. I was like, man, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do it. Like, I gotta go for it. Because when I graduated high school, I wanted to do it with the adaptation. And then you know they were kind of like, ah, I don't know. And then I was like, all right, well, I have a new, new, more people in the adaptation now. Like, let's try it. And they're like, I don't know. So, and then now I tried it with the band, and they were like, ah, I don't know. Someone's gonna do it solo. Hey man, um, you gotta do. You, yeah, you, you yeah, gotta do, do it, it, man. You know? For sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's might be hard for me to like get attention someone especially if there's just someone singing in a room like it's kind of hard for people to want to pay attention at a bar we have to find the right spots and like i don't know like it's really cool to see like i got into tyler childers and some of those people this year and and i would see those videos and like there'd be videos of him when he was you know 18 or 19 he'd be playing in a bar and he'd be playing and it's just like the most beautiful song he'd ever heard and like everyone's talking over him like every person in the room and it doesn't like he doesn't care like he's still doing it and i think that's yeah, so I'm going to that's cutting your that's that, that's cutting your teeth and that and that and that's uh, that's yeah, learning to be, that's it. learning how to be a pro really. I mean, I tell yeah. you what, is to be able to just do your thing, no do it right, what, yeah. no matter what, no matter whether people are paying attention or whether they're not. I, I, I also would like to make a comment about your uh, about your earlier comment about keeping the band together and, and the coordinating yeah. and all that stuff. And it, it that's certainly a true thing that that we've heard from many people oh, yeah. on this show and, and certainly historically and just the, the rock and roll yeah. scene in general the larger the group obviously the more difficult it is to kind of keep it together especially and keep, if you're working you know, with me I mean, keep I it all on track to work with it sounds like well, i mean i don't try to be but i like things my way sometimes well i, just like, I mean that, that's I not, that's not uncommon either i mean yeah. i mean when you're when you when you know what you want and you hear it in your head yeah. or whatever, you, you know what you want, and, that, and that's what you want. And uh, it's just a matter of finding the people that want that as well. You yeah, know? For and, sure. and, uh, but at the same time, uh, I, I, it, it's, it's super valuable to do the solo thing because um, on the one hand, it's easier because you don't have to coordinate a whole bunch of people, and it's just if you want to do it your way, you do it your way. You don't have to compromise. You don't have to negotiate with anybody except yeah. the guy that owns the bar. Well, you know? not only do you not have to make the calls to see if it could happen, but more importantly, you don't have to sit and wait for the calls to be responded to right. to see mm-hmm. if it can happen. Now, also, though, once you're performing, though, now you don't have anybody else to to crutch up on. In other yeah. words, it's just you, you and your guitar, yeah. you and whatever. And if you screw up, you can't blame it on anybody else. You can't. Anyway, so, so there, there, there's a pressure there as well, and a, and a, I think a, 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 a good. I, th- I think it's good to, to do that because uh, it it just makes you a better musician. I For think. Sure. To get back think. to my question, yeah, though, yeah, Since okay. you're doing, since you're going solo now, and it's easier. Like, are we starting in Hawaii and then going to Venice, <laughs> and then you know? No, so I'm so doing it's a little more like. <laughs> I uh, I messaged. Richard King asking about it because I've been playing out at Cooper's a lot. I know you have. This last yeah. summer you played quite so, a bit out there. Yeah. yeah, like he's awesome. Like he's. I mean, I always wanted to meet him and get to know him, but he's such a busy person. And um, I'll tell you what, he's done a lot for music around this uh, yeah, around sure. this area, and he's helped a lot of artists along the way. For so sure. he's yeah. certainly a great guy to be in touch with. So I, I I messaged him. I saw him. I work at Murray's now, so I messaged him, and I was ah, like, "My favorite restaurant in town." <laughs> That's a shout out to Murray's, even though they're not sponsors of this program. <laughs> And they ought to be. I go there often enough. So you yeah. get a little jazz gig on the side. Is that no, what I'm hearing? No, no. Uh. I uh, so I, I I talked to him there, and I was like, I was like, hey man, like I'm I'm doing a tour now. Like I'm I'm trying booking it. I'm trying to book it. He's like, oh cool. And he was walking out, you know. And I was I was hosting, and I was like, I was like, hey, like you have any advice, you know? Do you have anything? And he was like, he was like, do I have any advice? And he kind of, like, kind of giggled a little bit, and he was like, he's like, yeah. Just be really cool. Don't be pushy. Be really cool. Be really straightforward with it, and try to get him to you know ask them for a place to stay. Like ask him for wine. Like you know, ask him for food. 
and and make friends yeah, and like right? the stuff that he was saying like it totally could have been like you know I could have seen that in a totally different way but I totally knew what he was saying like he wasn't saying like like try to get some food out of them but he was trying to say like talk with them and like get to know them as people and like right, converse right. with them so you make a connection with them that's what you want yeah. so yeah. I've been messaging yeah. him about it and being like like hey uh, I'm trying to book these shows and took him a while he's like hey sorry for the late response I've, I've had like you know I've been busy and I was like oh like you know he's a really busy person and, yeah, yeah. and he was like he was like but well, we, we can talk about it soon um, and see and so I'm, I'm I know he's really busy I hope to talk with him soon I hung out with his son last night his son graduated Nick Nick King graduated last night and uh, so I saw him at billiards we were hanging out and uh, yeah I, I have I just have some shows going right now I'm doing three day tours so I'm going to from here March 16th or March 17th I think so I've, I haven't gotten one in, K- in Kansas City like it's the most annoying thing I can't get any shows in Missouri Missouri is like eh, whatever <laughs> they don't care about me but I went I mean I have one in Lawrence um, at the Gaslight nice and then I have one at uh uh, in in Wichita, at Kirby's beer store, and then you the know Knuckleheads. I used to play Kirby's. Really? I love Kirby's. That's a great they, place. They man. should. They should. Uh, they I messaged them like glad to have you at Knuckleheads. I, I mean, messaged them so many times. I'm, I don't know what to do about it. I'm gonna get one. Like I'm. I'm. I. I need to get. I one. got an idea. I'll talk to you after the airport. Okay, bet. Yeah. Yeah. So then uh, from after that, I'm going from here to Arkansas. I'm going to Eureka Springs. Um, and playing an actual show, and then I'm hoping to get, go to Little Rock. I messaged like a bunch of venues, keep on messaging them over and over again. I probably sent hundreds of emails, and you know, get like three responses. Um, so I messaged them. It's a numbers game, a big part yeah. of it, actually. You know, and then I'm gonna call it a show, but it's probably not actually a show. But uh, there's this place. It's a barn that it's something Jimmy's Driftwood, Jimmy Driftwood Barn, and it's like crazy. <laughs> it's just like this little town in Arkansas where these people. Right. It was made in the '70s, and these people have like an open mic night. So they do two nights, and you sign up and you play your songs, and it's like Hank Senior style, like super super old uh, country bar, and you just you just go up and play some songs. And I called him, and he was like, "Yeah, well, like we don't really book shows, but if you want to come up and play some songs, like put your name on the list, and you can play some songs for us." I'm like, "Good enough for me." Like, I mean, I'll I'll definitely do it. Nice. Yeah, I'm just trying. I mean, if anyone. If anyone wants to call up with uh, actual numbers of people for me to call to do it, because I need help, man. Like, <laughs> I want to well, do it. I don't want to work anymore. Let's. Uh, That's a call uh, to arms, KOPN. Let's. Uh, yeah. And 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 some more shows. Kyron, why don't, why don't we give out contact information now and stuff if people want to get in touch with yeah, you? Yeah, for sure. Um, I know it's pretty easy to find you on social Facebook media, and, but yeah. uh, why don't you give out yeah. the best way? So. Uh, you can email me, Kyron Penrose at Gmail, K Y R E N. P-E-N-R-O-S-E at Gmail or Kyron underscore Penrose on Instagram or Kyron Penrose on Facebook. And those are my three places really for for that. So, yeah. All right, cool. Um, uh, you have anything scheduled around town anytime soon? No, I don't. I mean, I don't think I do. <laughs> I, I We had one at Rose not too long ago and that was the last one I played there. I don't really know what's been going on with that. I think that everyone's just been kind of doing their their own thing but i've been i've been uh focusing on recording and writing anyway and um been writing a lot with olivia she said she's gonna come here in a minute but we'll see hey did you see that culture wall show that was at the blue note the other no, day? no i didn't but i've seen some because like you mentioned some of the new uh, new country guys and he's one that i that i that really? i like actually yeah, i haven't listened to him too much but i i you know uh nick shoulders came through yeah yeah and that he's was like a springfield man, or something where's nick shoulders arkansas. arkansas yeah yeah i met him and i talked with him for a while 
Uh, he was a really cool dude. He had like two li- really little dogs, and he came through, and it was like the gnarliest show I'd ever seen. Cool. Um, Sierra Farrell came through recently too. I'm not uh, familiar. T- who's Sierra it? Farrell, definitely look her up and check her out if you haven't. She just she just has her debut album out right now, and she just premiered at the Grand Ole Opry. But she played Rose. What is her name? Sierra Farrell. Sierra. Sierra no, Farrell. Wait. Yeah, Sierra Farrell. Uh huh. And uh-huh. she so she has some songs out, and they're really good. Um, and she's like a gnarly she like yodels and does all kinds of stuff but she uh di- her and diplo were hanging out the other day. you know diplo yeah 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 so they i don't know what they were hanging out on social media and then uh but she came through rose and they got me in and i got to see the show and it was it was pretty awesome like it was an awesome show but there's been a lot of really cool ones come through here um one of my the, my my favorite and like like a life the most life-changing experience i had you know like as a musician was mm-hmm. recently um, in August and this band called the Red Clay Strays you know them? No. So they came through uh, The Red Clay Strays. Yeah and so they asked me yeah. to come play this show they were like hey do you want to jump on this bill you know it's, it's coming up and I was like alright yeah you know and I, I don't really I haven't really seen a lot of local I mean a lot of touring acts come through like I would check out the, the local stuff but like the touring acts I'm kind of like yeah like I'll see you if I know who you are. Right right right. So these dudes came it's kind of a long story, but I, I want to tell it. Yeah, it's please. Yeah. So they... We got plenty of time. <laughs> it's not nine o'clock on a Friday morning anymore. We got, we got a couple hours on a Saturday afternoon. It's a little bit more comfortable. So, Okay, so, uh, sorry. Making not at sure all. She, yeah. So, these dudes I think the pull door, up. I think the door is open. If oh, not, is it? I, I think so. But, okay, but that's the yes. Yeah, yeah tell her to come either up front or, in, or out back, either way. Okay. Cool. And if not, just hit, hit us up and we'll, we'll, we'll get her in. Yeah, absolutely. All right. The so, security up here is impenetrable, <laughs> folks. It's like Fort Knox up here at KOPN. So, uh, so these dudes pull up in this van, and like I've played with a lot of like a lot of touring acts that have come through Columbia, and like a lot of them are really cool people, don't get me wrong, but... You never see something that'll, like... I mean, I hardly ever see something that'll, like, take me and just, like, hit me in the chest and be, like... You know, like, you're just, like, man, like, I can't believe... That I missed that, and this is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, these dudes pull up, and they're all in this giant van. And, like, they're all driving it together, and uh, they come out, and they're... You know, he's wearing, like, gym shorts, you know, like, they're, like, from Alabama, from from Mobile, and this dude has, like, a real thick accent, like... That's what I'm... And and he was like, do you want to check out the the van? Like, and I was like, man, like, your van's awesome. And he's like, want to come check it out? And he was like, this is the van. Look in here. We got this right up in here. And I was... And I was like, oh, wow, that's awesome. So then... I go, you know, I play my set, and he's, they kind of they sit in the green room, and I'm like, ah, oh, man, like that sucks. They didn't get to see the show, whatever. Two of them come out, and like they watch us, and they're like, they're like, wow, like you know, they're really good. I go in there, and this dude's doing his hair for like probably you know 20 minutes in the mirror, <laughs> dressing up, and I was like, ah, oh, okay. They go up on stage. It was the greatest show I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, oh my God. it was like a reincarnation of Elvis. He looked like Elvis. Did the, the dance moves, all of it. It was the the best show I'd ever seen. I was like, how are these dudes not like they were? They were better than Chris Stapleton. Better than any you know of these other big acts right now. And yeah, I, I went yeah. and talked with them, and like, uh, I was I was like, so I was really like bummed out. Like I was like, man, like I'm not that good. Like I like I, I want to be that good, you know. But I'm like I'm not that good yet, you well, know. Like I'm yeah. You know, and everyone else there was like, what are you talking about? Like, that, that dude came over to me and was like, man, like, you have a voice that's like, he said that's uh, un- unapologetically original. And all these people were saying it and all, you know. And it was still like, I was like, no, like, it, it was, that that show was crazy. The power went out for a second and he sat up, he had this little piano that he brought in. The sweetest dude. But he like, he bought this like stand-up piano, <laughs> this upright piano, this grand piano that you could fold up. 
and he had it up on the stage. Nice. And he, he sat up there, and, and uh, the power went out for a second. And everyone was, you know, like, oh, man, it's like, it sucks because everyone was so into it. The, it wasn't that packed at Rose. Like, there was maybe, you know, 50 people there. Isn't that amazing? Some He's, of the best shows, yeah. and they're just not well attended, yeah. So he sat up on top of this piano and sang, and I, I swear to God, the whole room, like, he, his voice, no mic, filled up all of Rose. Like, it was the strongest voice I'd ever heard. And uh, so I was kind of bummed out, kind of butthurt about it. Like, not butthurt, but, like, I was just kind of like, man, like, that was like, it kind of hit me, you know. And then uh, after the show, just, just the level of talent that some yeah. people have, and then you compare, you can't help you can't but compare, compare yourself. You know? I mean, like you can't you, compare stuff like that. Well, and, I mean, you try to though, because you can't. I mean, yeah, it's, it's hard musician. not to compare yeah. yourself, and and you go, well, God, I ain't got that. But at the same time, you have your skills, yeah. and, they, sure and they and they and they appreciate and they appreciate that as well. Yeah. So. and it's not necessarily like any worse. It's just different. Like if you compare creativity, you know, it's not gonna. So I go up to the bar, right. and he's sitting up at the right. bar, right. and like he's. He he uh he looked he like looked over at me and was like was like how's it going man and I was like I was like oh I'm good you know like I'm uh, like I you guys are awesome man like I don't know like I just I you know and somehow it got brought up like how old he was and and he was like oh I just turned 24 a couple days ago holy smokes and I was like I was like oh I was like oh man I was like well I still got a you know a couple more years he's like he's like don't think about it and years of age man like that's not how you do it don't think about it. how long have you been doing this he's like how old are you I was like 20 and he's like man you still got a lot going like you got a long time going like you still have a lot of stuff to learn and uh, and I was like yeah and he was like he's like yeah like you still I mean he's like I remember playing shows to uh, whenever I didn't have enough time to fill up a whole set with my own songs and I played with a 70 year old drummer that couldn't keep time worth a damn or, <laughs> I mean I, I've changed I was, like, I was like have you changed your band throughout the years you know and, and he was like he was like oh yeah he's like I'm not with the same people at all like I'm not and he, he talked to me for probably half an hour and like gave me advice and... the, the strongest advice I'd ever gotten and I he was saying the, one of the biggest things that he said was um He's like, don't ever, ever, I'm going to tell you right now, don't ever sign up to a label. And I was like, I was like, oh, like why? And he said, well, we signed up to a label and they're trying to tell us that we owe them $70,000 for this and this and this. And I looked at their music online and there's only like three singles out they've had out. And one of them was in the new uh, Stephen King movie, the, (laughs) I don't know what that's called, but it's, it's pretty big single. Um, And so, yeah, so he... He said, "Don't ever sign to that to a label because they're trying to keep us from putting our own songs out. And if they had those songs out, they'd be probably one of the biggest bands you'd ever hear of. Like they, there's no doubt in my mind that. And yeah, I I, I think that's something actually. And Kurt, you can you can add to this, but but I, uh, if you're gonna sign a record contract, you better have a damn good attorney, and you better really be on top of your stuff before you do it because yeah, th- that's a very common." story people that have been taken advantage by you know by by a record label or whatever um in particular you're you're beholden then to the company well half the time these half the time these guys sign away their publishing rights and everything and don't even know it and because these guys are so sneaky um yeah and and a lot of them too yes everyone wants to be a rock star dude and it's always Mm -hmm. been like that i mean um my buddies big head todd and the monsters from uh, uh colorado uh their first their first signed record was with a company called Giant Records back in the day when, when uh, you know, they were a major label. And, uh, yeah, they, they, they were roped in for, for too long and didn't realize some of the expenses that they were incurring were going to have to be yeah. paid back. Well, that's a shame because it stifles, like, the whole creative process for those bands, you yeah. know, and it puts them, at least I think so. I well, mean, it, you know, it hinders you from continuing and... 
doing your thing. Let's talk about, see, it used to be that those uh, organizations, those big record companies had a lock, though, on because because the technology, they were the ones that had the major recording studios, yeah. and you couldn't, now technology has sort of leveled the playing field a little bit, so you well, can do a lot of your own stuff, or... Uh, yeah, I mean, so everyone I've talked to, like that dude said it, like all those musicians that I talked to were all like, don't ever sign to a label. They all said it. And that dude in, in particular, um, and like, I'm, he gave me his number at the end of it and was like, like, Hey, here's, he was like, Hey, well, if you ever have any questions, like you get, I'll give you my number. He put my, my number in his phone and messaged me and, uh, was like, if you ever need any help or anything, like I'll, you give know, and like, it was just like the, the coolest, like to kind of wrap up on that. Like it was just, the, have you stayed in touch with him? Yeah, I message him every once in a while. I you don't should. want to send him anything without being like, no, but say, no, but you should at right. least like, or just you say hi once in a while. Hey, Kyra. man, I got a tour going on. I'm going to yeah. be around like Lawrence. I was thinking I mean, about heading down south too. Like, yeah, I, I told him I, told him I was coming to Mobile. But oh my God, that'd be great to play another show. Where that you know? could lead. Yeah, try to sure. set that I'm up. excited to see him again. Get him to come up to Columbia and we'll get him on the radio here and we'll do a show at Rose or something. For sure. Yeah, I mean, he said, to wrap it up, he said that the biggest. The biggest thing was not to get too big of a head and to, you know, kind of keep it... I mean, I wish I would have recorded the conversation, but, like, I'll, it's, like, one of those things, like, you... It's something that you'll carry with you for the rest of your life. Like, it's something that... Um, yeah, really valuable conversation. Yeah, that you'll never forget. And yeah. so he told me not to sign to a label. They also, like, everyone said, don't sign to a label. <laughs> and in terms of a label, the thing that would be good out of it, for I mean, for me personally, is I'm awful at social media. There's no reason that I shouldn't be able to be anywhere I want to be in terms of success. If you count success as having people listen to your music, X number and, of views and yeah, likes and which followers I mean is kind of materialistic in a way, and I I kind of fall into that trap, you know, and because it's something that I want to do, and I want to be able to make my, I want to be able to make my, my living off of music and meet the people I want to meet and help the people I want to help, and. Uh, and well, so it's it's hard and and the one thing so my social media if someone if I had someone doing my social media for me it would be gnarly like it would help out so much that having my tour planned out and paid for so I don't have to to deal with that but recording wise like I can record I go to I go to Will at Centro Cellar or sure. I can record it on my computer like I know people that do that all I don't have the laptop I'm broke but people do that I know and like I could record songs and and put a whole album out and it would be the same and I think that Whenever you overproduce something like the kind of music I'm making, um, then no, it's it's not as personal of, mm -hmm. of a connection with the artist. And yeah. I think that like a lot of these these artists I'm listening to right now, I like their YouTube videos more than I like watching their listening to their album that's overdone. And I'd much rather go and listen to the YouTube video because it's uh, it's more personal and yeah. it's more real and it's more raw. I think. All right, hey, we are uh, just a few minutes before the top of the hour here, so let's get okay. another yeah. song, and then we'll uh, and then we'll talk about a couple things that are happening around town tonight um, here in Columbia and thereabouts. If if you un if you are if you're involved in something tonight and you've got something going on and I'm not going to talk about it or I don't know about it, please give us a call. All right, five seven three four four three eight two five five. I'm not. Uh, um, seeing a whole lot going on tonight, so maybe I'm missing things. If I am, Sifa, calling. yeah, Sifa, everyone go to Sifa. Sifa's at Rose. Yes, sir. Yes. Uh, okay, we'll talk about that at the top yeah, of the yeah. hour. Um, Kyron Penrose. Kyron Penrose. Penrose. All right, yeah. it's Mike and uh, Kyron Kurt. 
Open Mic Radio, KOPN Columbia, 89.5 FM. we got Kyron Penrose in the studio with us this afternoon. Pleasure to have him playing some great songs for us, and he's going to do another one here. Yeah, can I do a cover? Absolutely, anything okay. you like. Whatever you right. want, it costs you a nickel, I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's Kyron. Goddamn, oh, I got 
goddamn, goddamn, girl. Oh, I got, goddamn. Really nice. So you're a fan of Drive-By Truckers? Uh, Jason Isbell more so. Drive-By Truckers are all right. I, I think that his voice in it's really cool, but... That's a great... Uh, I like your voice doing it. That's Thank a, great, that's a <laughs> great interpretation of that song. It was great. Very nice. Thank you. Um, let's talk about some of your current influences. Oh, uh, obviously, uh, changed over the last few years. <laughs> I mean, okay, let's talk about just influences in general. I mean, you grew up around music and... Uh, yeah. Uh, the Beatles. I, Who else? You know? Oh, man, I don't know. I listen to so much, so much stuff right now. Uh, look at my Spotify, maybe. We'll see. I always forget who I'm. But like that one to. gives me a certainly a Tyler Childers sort of feel too. And yeah, I like him. And a Zach Bryan. Uh, I don't know if you heard know that. that I listen to him guy. a little bit. Is that the dude that did? Uh, he like got popular kind of recently. Yeah, he's, like, he's doing he, YouTube videos. Yeah, he's still. He's, I think he has one record. He's, he's very very yeah. young. We saw him in Kansas City a few weeks ago. He, he was in the um, Navy too. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That dude. Yeah, and he's. Talented songwriter and sure, uh, and, yeah. and and got some cool, clever writer. Yeah, I listen to Sierra Farrell on here. Let me see what else I got. Yes, okay, Bernie that's, Sisters, of course. Right, my homie. Sierra Farrell. That's twice or three times you've mentioned that. I'm, yeah. I'm, she's on my list now for sure. Yeah, should I get her on the show here? Is she? That, it, I wish you could. Well, she, <laughs> so she's not local, clearly. No, she's from. Uh, I think that it said she's from Kentucky or Tennessee. Uh huh. She's she's kind of like New Age Loretta Lynn, but she uh, local enough. She went to. She's in Nashville now, and she she just premiered at the Grand Ole Opry. So she played at Rose, but now like there's no way that she's gonna be able, like so it was like she's weeks blowing before. Up now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeff Buckley, like Otis Redding, and uh, Buckley again. Love Jeff. Buckley. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, one. What's what, there's one of her, of his. I think it's called Coyote Radio or something. There's only three songs on it, but it's just like epic. Freaking yeah, killer rock and roll. He's yeah, snake medicine and stuff. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Roger Miller. Um, as in John big Pine. band Roger Miller type stuff or no as in who uh, who's Roger Miller um, or the Roger Miller that you're referring, referring to the he was friends with Waylon and and uh, Johnny Cash and all of them he did um, the soundtrack for Bre- uh, Robin Hood and the, the <laughs> cartoon one really I love you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, he does Can't Roller Skate in a Buffalo Herd. <laughs> Uncle used to love me, but she died. <laughs> you know? No? Yeah. No, I got you. Yeah. I love it all. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh... Um, let's see. I don't know. I listen a little bit. I mean, Jason Isbell a lot. John Jason Pine. Isbell, real nice. <clears throat> sure. Sturgill Simpson's stuff's pretty good, too. Yeah. So being gravitating to a little bit more kind of country and uh, yeah, Americana. So. Well, I mean, like I'd always kind of listen to it, you know, but I found, like, more of a niche to it um, than I did before. Well, and, and and as a as a as an individual artist with a guitar or a singer song, it sort of lends itself to that a little bit more, perhaps, than... Well, I, I think that, like, what the big thing that did it for me was... Um, like, I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that people that can bring spirituality into their music is really cool. Like, whether or not it's... Um, like, it's if I can hear... Divine. If I can hear through... Uh, <laughs> through... 
through your music, you know, like some like love in general. I think that's like what God is, is love. And I think that uh, if I can hear that through your music, then it's it's really special. And um, I think that a lot of country music comes like same for like for soul music. Like it comes from gospel a lot of the time, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. There's been lots of really cool artists I've been listening to lately that you can tell like that they're singing about really awesome stuff. And it's not just like. I don't know, like, I wouldn't ever listen to country music that's, like, pop country music that's on the radio. It's like I wouldn't listen to, No, it's know, almost like it's almost like, like parody Y107, music. It, you know? Like it's I, like you feel like they're making a joke, but it's not. It's yeah, like, for sure. You know, and, yeah. I mean, it's, there's, there's some really, <clears throat> like, in the 90s and 80s and those, those country, uh, those country songs, it's kind of comedic. And I think that was, like, they kind of, like, there's a point to where a country can be comedic, like, in that stuff, you know, like, uh, George Strait. And some oh, of his stuff, oh, yeah. like it's oh, really yeah. good. Like it's a really awesome voice in it. But yeah. some of his stuff, like it's just funny. Like I, I didn't Jones, realize I mean, that before. Yeah, like well, you to listen yeah. to it, and like <clears throat> people, you can take it seriously if you want to, you know. But like, it's funny. Like there's like lots of funny things. Like uh, yeah, I saw you sitting here, and uh, I wait. Pardon me, miss. I see you left some tears on the jukebox, and I'm afraid they got mixed up with mine. <laughs> like that's so ridiculous, you know. Like it's not even. But there's been lots of really cool uh, artists like Jason Isbell. And uh, Amanda Shires that have been talking about political issues that I agree with um, and changes in the world right now and being uh, really, I don't know, like trying to, talking about like the, it's like the, the political side of, of music or I don't know how to describe that but like they talk about stuff that's really important or they'll they'll paint so, pictures of so stories you, use, that are really using beautiful. the using their their art as a platform for yeah for sure for, for their and in a way that's like it's bringing in um I don't know how to describe that really but like I the strings and um the way that it's written is very like laid back and cut down but it's 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 really simple, you know. Like I like how the simplicity of it, and uh, the stories that they tell through it's really beautiful. And I like I think that I, I don't know. I was I was always really into writing uh, books and stories and stuff when I was growing up, and uh, so it's kind of like mixing my singing with being able to write a story about something. I'm always amazed by how many people don't listen to lyrics, and I'm yeah. I'm I'm it's a very more, the lyrics are important. I'm a I'm super lyrically <laughs> kind of inclined person. I mean, I, I mean, it's got to be a good song, but it, but it makes like it that much. And liner notes. Oh, I miss it. That is a duo, you know? though. Also, yeah. with my eyes being as poor as they are, so I can't read that yeah. tiny, tiny print anymore. Yeah. I need I need like LP so I can actually <laughs> see what. <it, laughs> I was trying to get a record, man. I mean, I was trying to print some, but they're expensive. Yeah, yeah. Like, to actually do vinyl, you mean? Oh my gosh, it's like a thousand dollars. You're not gonna make your money back. No one's gonna. I mean, they'll buy them. Like right. I, at the Sierra Farrell show, there's. I went over to the back, and this guy was sitting at the merch booth, and I talked to him for a minute, and he was uh, he was looking at me. And like he's like like what like what are you doing standing over here? You know, and I was like I was like so what do you sell the most of over here, man? Right. And he was like uh, stuff people can hold their hands on vinyls mostly, you know. And I was like I was like oh okay. So I stood there for a minute, and then you know three people came up and they all bought vinyl, and he like looked over at me and was like, yeah. like that's you know right. And yeah, it was he was he was a pretty cool dude. Uh, John R. Miller was the name of the other her opening uh, guy, and he was doing the the merch for both of them I think uh-huh. he was a cool dude I don't remember his name yeah well I mean that's a big part of a, a, a part of the 
money making side of music now because yeah. a lot a lot of a lot of uh, artists are not going looking for you know record deals or whatever yeah. they're doing their own thing they're going on Spotify I mean which is criminal that, that you have to get a million plays on Spotify before you even make a hundred whatever it is it's, I it's mean, criminal that you have to have so many followers before venues will take a look at you and that's yeah. my big thing is like yeah. like if you like I mean I know they get so many people but people will pay for their their followers they'll pay for it you know like I don't want to do that like and there's ways you can do it you know like there's ways that you can go through and get your social media straight yeah. I just it's just no it's just, I, it's so it's so inauthentic yeah all I want to call you know? someone and be like hey like I am from Columbia Missouri I'm booking a tour can I come and they'd be like yeah, like here's this date. Let's see if we could do it here, or like send me your music, or no, that's not available. Well, I'll tell you, you know? what, if if that Elvis guy that you met didn't, <laughs> didn't tell you this, and he probably did, your job is to go out there and kick ass. And if you're at the top of your game, yeah. you won't have to worry about it. People will want you to come yeah, and play. Sure. It may take but a little it time, to, but it'll it'll spread. And, yeah, for sure. And if, like, I mean, even if it's just like a couple shows here and there, I guess to start out is what I got to do. That's what you got to do. Well, let yeah. me tell you, son. Yeah. Oh, you Man, stay true to yourself, and you will. <laughs> no, yeah, really, I, such I, a cool I, dude. I believe that. Be true to yourself, and yeah. and and make friends along the way. Yeah, uh, you know, and and you'll do fine. You got your your young man. You got your whole career in front of you, and you're doing great stuff. I, and honestly, uh, uh, I've I've liked your writing since you were a much younger guy, and mm-hmm. uh, and you're you're still doing great stuff. So um, we well, got, got a top you of the hour thing, got a few, don't we? Okay. Yeah, I'm already done with that. Yeah, you, right. you missed it, man. Right. Yeah, are uh, you you got plenty more in your in your yeah. in your repertoire here? You want to do another one? Yeah. Okay. I'll. Uh, we'll um and. Uh, what kind of guitar are you playing here? Um, who makes it? All, oh, I have a man. lot of listeners that always ask about equipment, and they're like, uh, "Ask Kyron about what kind of equipment he likes and what he's playing okay. right now." So, so I, uh, my man. This is, okay, so <laughs> I know it's a big question, right? My my this guy. Well, my one of my close friends, Dan Hilsey, who uh, was living with me for a while. Um, we like spent the summer together and just rode around on motorcycles and he had a J forty five. Wow. And like So you doubled him up, man. Oh man, I was I I, I fell in love with this guitar. I was playing it, it's like a, it's like a three thousand dollar guitar, you know. So I was playing it all the time, like fell in love with it. And it's I love this guitar too, you know, but it's like driving a Cadillac. <laughs> right. So right. it's like I so yeah, so I uh had it and then like one day it was like he took it with him whenever he moved out and I was like, Please. You're like, no! like no no like <laughs> And yeah, I just like no, I'm never gonna buy another Gibson guitar again. Like, there's no way I'm gonna be able to make money like that. Like, I'm struggling for my rent and all that, you know. So I'm trying to figure it all out. Uh, but this guitar is an Alvarez, and it's supposedly an, a Martin knockoff. My dad got it for me for Christmas last year. And like, anytime my dad gets me a guitar or a, or any any present, you know, it's like so meaningful. Like, I'll never ever get rid of this guitar. But he bought me this uh, an LR Bags pickup in here, even though we're miking it up. Uh, and it's like a 70s model, and I guess Alvarez got sued because they were so close to the Martin knockoffs. Really? That they, yeah. This is, I mean, I need to fix it up right now because uh, there's an adjustable bridge on here, mm-hmm. and so it has to be set just right. Otherwise, the tension, the action it, gets it, the action up, will right? be messed up. The everything will be wrong. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I think I got it pretty close, but my dad paid for me to have it fixed one time, and when I did, you um, spent the money on drugs no no i uh <laughs> I, I got it fixed and then i changed the strings and the, the th- it fell off the bridge fell off and and so like it's these it's like the like a Has micro anybody seen turn, a bridge? like a micro turn of a of a 
Uh, oh. Where's that confounded bridge? Is the, are the front doors Take locked? Take to the bridge. Uh, are the front doors locked? I don't know. Well, uh, I don't think so. I hope not. Oh, she said she's at the back door. Oh, um, but Kurt, would that. you? <laughs> Sorry. Or maybe so, Devil ran out there. Sure, so, sure. So there's a floating bridge on here. Or not, not a floating, floating bridge. The bridge it, on here is like it's a micro turn. To be and what, there's, to, a, there's actually a little screw on it or what? Yeah, there's screws, there's screws for each side. Better hand that yeah. you can do with your hand? Or a screwdriver. Wow. And so it's like the, a micro turn will change it. So if it falls, it's like it's game over, you know? Hey, uh, uh, Kyron, why don't you slide that green microphone to your left and we'll have our new guest here grab that microphone and you gotta stand who, up who, who do we have who do we have here Kyra? Uh, it's, it's Olivia Burning. Olivia Burning. She, she, I didn't think she was gonna make it so as in no just playing one of the Bernie sisters I've been trying to get the Bernie sisters on this show for a long time. I know I got, I got, I got one of them at least. They're too cool, dude. So. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia, thank you. Nice to be, nice to, nice to meet you. And glad you're here. How's your show? Show? It was good. It was really fun. We played you, at the Blue Note last night. Yes. Really? Yeah, yeah. With, with uh, Pat and the mm-hmm. and the gang. Yeah, it was but, so fun. Was that the first time that you've done that in a bit? Because I, I mean, a couple a of years ago, that was rock and roll yeah. time and a great blast and foot stomp and rock and roll show. So yeah, yeah. Luckily, we were able to do a couple of those shows this year, like the holiday kind of shows, which was really fun. Very good. All right, uh, Kyron, what's your relationship with Olivia in a musical sense? I'm not asking if there's uh, any we, romantic we, thing or anything like that. <laughs> we met. Well, I met you whenever you were, I don't know. I remember whenever I met you, it was at True False. Yeah. And your mom, and you and you and Emma were sitting, and your mom walked over <laughs> and was like, hey, like, like, uh, like you did so good. Like, uh, this is the Bernie sisters, like, going to come over and meet, like, my kids. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and they were over there. And, like, and I, I, didn't, I didn't hear you guys play for a while, but then when we did, it was just, like, crazy. Like, the gnarliest music I'd ever heard. Like, definitely uh, huge things coming from from them like without a doubt Aww. like see them, see them while you can for sure I'm, but we've been I, riding I, together I, for the last year i'd say no I, I would agree with regard to what you and your sister have done for the last few years very very cool and very Thank impressive you. and and you're super uh, super talented young ladies Thank you so and, much. and 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 good head and heart too so, <laughs> Thank you. um and I, and I love the fact that uh, that you're collaborating with with kyron a, a little yeah. bit so tell me a little bit about, about what long. you two are are, are like a, is it a project with the two of you or is there anybody else involved we're not sure yet yeah well, <laughs> all right so this is an ongoing sort of developing yeah. thing development well i mean yeah like i'll 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 uh they heard us bring a song or she'll bring a song and then we'll each other work on it in terms of for like our own stuff you know mm-hmm. but then we also have songs we wrote together um how about style wise like uh is, kinda it, the, is it similar to what what we're hearing and what you guys would typically do with you, with your sister or is, it, or is it a completely different uh sort of thing I, I don't really know how to how to answer that i feel like it's um kind of like i don't know a weird oh, our oh own you kind might, of if thing. you'd like a chair for sure sure yeah I yeah, yeah yeah uh yeah, just go roll it over there. We're, that's, my producer didn't show up today, so otherwise I would have had him do all the technical stuff. I'm joking. I don't have a producer. Sorry, that's I'm a, you know, around. I, that, that means it's almost time to play another song. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, vocal-wise, uh, harmonies and, and combined vocals? I I'm, try to, yeah. I'm guessing. voice is stronger than mine. So uh, well, I try to, no. <laughs> now you bo- you both, have, both have very, very... Uh, nice voices and also very powerful voices but we've talked about this in the past on the show Uh, harmonies are an interesting thing because 
some people can sing very well on their own mm. and beautifully actually and but if you throw another person in there with them the harmonies tend to throw them off and some people just cannot sing with somebody yeah. else singing along with them yeah harmonies are a lot harder than i think people yeah, that don't really do it, it realize too. so i try when i try to do it like i'll I'll try to, to jump in on a harmony, you know, like I can't. And she's been doing it for so long that she's just like hits right. it every time. And like I can't get well, it. Well, I know? can. I mean, it's hard. I can. I in my head, I can hear some very nice harmonies if you if you, if you can pull it off. So I'm try hope, to. hopefully you'll be wor- you'll be working on that. Stuff. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, um, you gonna so you gonna play Do one for us? Do you have something we hear? Yeah. Yeah. Let's hear something. What are you gonna play? I'm gonna play the boot song. Do you want to play this song? I didn't even ask. No, no. Let's do that one. The boot song. Yeah. I'll see if I remember it. I'm always, yeah. We'll see how <laughs> This it is goes. one of my favorites. All right. Is it a, is it a Kyron Penrose song or is it a cover? Or is it a. We wrote it together. Okay. All right. Recently, I guess, obviously. Uh, kind of. Morgan in the last house. Last year sometime. All right, cool. Here we go. It's uh, Kyron and Olivia. What can she <laughs> open my. Can you one of these headphones? Yeah, grab yeah. her a set of headphones. And, and in fact, uh, let's make sure that you're. Is, is that a real short set? Yeah. Give her those, maybe. Take these. Thank you. And check. All right. Check one, two, check. Can you, how's your yep. level? It's not too bad at check, least. Check, check, check. Sounds good. Good enough? <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Kyron Penrose, Olivia Burney in the studio with me this afternoon. It's Open Mic Radio, KOPN Columbia 89.5 FM. We're streaming on the web at kopn.org. Glad you're all joining us this afternoon. A bunch of people listening online. I can see all the red dots on my map there. So I appreciate the listeners, and I appreciate Kyron and Olivia coming down. Kurt, glad you're here as usual. And uh, let's hear another one. What do you guys got? All right. You ready? Mm-hmm. I'm going to mess it up. I already know it. He'll do it. He'll do it. in hotel rooms Most nights I can't sleep at all And everyone's entranced with me Except the person that I want You put me on your favorite bike And with both hands we seize the night You know I wish it was the summertime Flying through streets well, I'm talking about, talking about Building up the life with your boots on It's a mystery Right in your timeline Well, feel like, feel like, feel like Dancing around it But you gotta face it You can't erase me Open up the screen door She barely lets the light in Can't sleep when the curtains close She's climbing up on your nose Have a feeling I can be me Maybe that's a fantasy Popping bubbles on your cheeks Then you come and see me we're talking about, talking about Building up a life with your boots on It's a mystery 
riding the timeline. Sound good together. Voice is going out. That's not. No, you yeah, sound great, and awesome. and uh, yeah, and I'm I'm looking forward to to hearing more from from the two of you and whoever else may be involved in yeah. in this project Find eventually. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> uh, Olivia, do you? Uh, of course, you have the project with your sister. Uh, are you involved in anything else? Uh, I have a feeling you have more irons in the fire than uh, than I know about, perhaps. Um, I'm just I. We're trying to get this album together because we have quite a lot of songs together. Um, yeah. I don't know how many. A lot, for sure. Yeah. But we always try to record them. You know. Oh, I mean, <laughs> 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 well, we always try to record it, but like we don't have. I don't know. We both are like busy with music. Well, building, with our own music stuff. Building the catalog is the key. I'm, I'm, yeah. I mean, you'll get, you'll get. The time will be right to get it recorded and to do it the way you want to. But gosh, it's great that you're collaborating and have the time to write yeah. some, some, uh, some quality stuff that you're ha- that you're happy with. Are you? Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I, I don't want to ask if you're happy with what you're writing together, but do you see? You know, promise. I mean, do you, do you like the songs? Sometimes you like things that you do more than you like other things than you do. Yeah. You know. I'm really excited about this, yeah, this new too. song that we wrote recently. Yeah. Right, it's like we well, I guess finished we wrote it a while it ago. We, yeah, we finished it the other day. Yeah. But anyways, I just it's really fun writing together. Yeah, it's I definitely think. cool. It's, it's definitely fun to write. I mean, I I yeah, I want to be able to record them all, but it's like I don't know. I'm trying to get a laptop. My friend's coming from uh from southern Missouri right now. Uh-huh. He's coming tomorrow. He's my friend Alex, and uh, he said he's letting me borrow it. So he has all like the he has like Logic on there or something. All so right. Kind of, so I'm trying to get these. So once we have that, maybe we can like actually record them. But that's that's usually the way she goes. They recorded you and Emma recorded on some of my new stuff uh, mm-hmm. like a couple weeks ago at Cellar too. Very cool. Yeah. So you've worked with Will, and you're familiar with the yes. my man the, the, the projects on there. Yeah. He, now he's you know I was a he's, pool he's boy. one of the best, huh? You know I was his pool boy. Is that right? Because <laughs> he owns he owns the pool business, you know, like that he goes and cleans pools. Yeah, and he was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I bet he's listening right now too. He might be. He's been yeah. on the program before. We're friends. And, yeah, yeah, but for I, sure. I uh, I was with him cleaning pools for a while. Not to get off topic, but <laughs> that's great actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, he's he's one of the best producers oh, around, man. and and he's got a great studio, and he's a great engineer, and he gets right down to business, and he really has a good ear. Whole bunch of really, and and there's um, not to take anything away from a lot of the other studios in town. We we're we're so fortunate around here. We've got so many talented people on all sides sides of the sort of music uh, coin we've got we've got good production folks we've got good studio people we've got very talented artists um yeah i mean i love the columbia music scene in fact that's a question that i'll ask both of you you've been in it for a while now um you're quite connected and you're doing lots of shows and lots of different people uh, lots of places meeting lots of different people what's it like to play uh, around these parts and to be a participant in the music scene in, in mid Missouri and out outward. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
think it's really cool. I really like meeting other artists, especially if we're like sharing a bill. Like, I really like when people mix different genres and stuff into one bill so that you can meet other artists that you usually wouldn't be able to since you, like, play this type of music and then you're going to meet all the, like, folk artists or something like that. Right, yeah. But, um, I don't know. I think meeting artists can be really inspiring because you can Mm. uh, collaborate with them or, you know, pick up some tips or something or watch their show and, you know, try to incorporate that into some of your stuff. Who are you listening to these days? If I, if, I, if I had to pull up your MP3 right now or, 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 or Spotify or Pandora or whatever you listen to, who's going to be close to the top? Mm. I've been listening to a lot of Faye Webster. I really like her music. Um, let's see. Actually, Taylor Swift. <laughs> Just because, I don't know. I, it's I never... how often that comes up, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. She's well, awesome. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, certainly. Okay, why not? All right. Um, so it's cool. You're working. Uh, you're working with Kyra, and I love it. Uh, um, you and your sister. What's up with them? You had a show last night. Tell us a little bit mm-hmm. about how that went. You and played with the K Brothers. Yeah. Uh huh. It at was the, really at the fun. note or at, at at Rose. At the Blue Note. At the Blue yeah. Note. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was really cool. All the lights were really awesome. We had <laughs> it all decked out on stage. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. And I was, sent him a picture. I said, "Sparkle." <laughs> yeah. I, right yeah, the, yeah. They were promoting that one for a while. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Was it well attended? Yeah. It was. Had a good crowd show up. It was really nice. Yeah. It was cool because at the end we got to, you know, play some, some like acoustic songs, which was really nice. Um, I feel like it like brings the crowd together, which is really nice. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, since I've got you here, uh, people who aren't familiar and haven't heard you at least on this show, a little bit about your background. Are you a, a, a local young lady? Are you from the Columbia area? Yeah, pretty much. All right. Grew up here. And your sister Emma, your sister Emma, uh, and the two of you started performing music when? Um, I think. Probably when I was eleven and she was nine. Very young. Yeah. Along the along the same lines as you, even well, you might have them by a couple of years or whatever. But at any rate, uh, you come from a musical family as well. Um, I would say so. Our mom sings a lot. Uh, she never sang like in a band or anything like that, but um, she taught us harmonies. Uh huh. Yeah. So and our dad, he didn't really do a lot of music stuff, but he likes music a lot. What'd you play around the house? What you grow up listening um, to? Our mom really liked Mariah Carey and <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, Whitney Houston, so that, that's kind of what she sang to us. I've heard up. I've heard you and your sister do uh, uh, play lots of things, but in particular, maybe a couple three years ago at one of the Roots and Blues things, you were playing out on one of the stages, and you did a cover of a Fleetwood Mac song, and I remember thinking, "Gosh, the the vocals were just so beautiful." Really, I mean, it was. And I don't even remember. The, maybe it was Rihanna, or maybe, I forget what. I think it was. was probably that, was. Maybe, anyway, I was like, "Man, these girls, these girls are good." So, well, anyway, you. musically, uh, uh, you are a gu- guitar player primarily. Yeah, mostly. And yeah. and Emma plays fiddle and a number of other instruments right if it has strings sort of right it's insane it's like freaky yes she'd pull up to the studio when i was recording uh or the day before we were supposed to record the song and she hadn't she i don't think she'd heard it yet no so she came in and brought in this cello and we talked for a second about hank senior and then she was just like (laughs) made the song like infinitely better like the gnarliest thing you'd ever hear i love it yeah i love it very happy very lucky that she got to that i got to have 
her play cello. Very cool. All right, what's on uh, what's on tap for uh, for the Bernie sisters coming up? You have you have plans for the rest of the winter? You have things coming up in the spring? You're recording? You're writing? Uh... Yeah, we're actually we're going to Nashville in um, for a while in uh, January because we're rehearsing with um, Tanya Elizabeth for a new tour that we're Holy doing this next year. So fantastic. I'm really excited about You ought to be. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. All right. Congratulations. Thank you. Very, very cool. All right. We are approaching the bottom of the hour here. I want to hear more music. Yeah. Kyra. You said, uh, well, I mean, we are recording the show. And then <laughs> you said you're excited about a song you just completed. Oh, gosh. I, I mean, it, it, yeah. Uh, if you want to. Uh, right. well, yeah, that one. Not that they're, one. They're, they're not ready. Yeah. Like, like, leave, leave it to Kurt to put the screws to you. So, Let's see. There's definitely some. I, I don't remember them as well. On guitar, but once I like hear them, they're you know. Yeah, so. no, anything you like, obviously. Um, and uh, let me remind people they're listening to KOPN Columbia 89.5 FM. We are streaming on the web at kopn.org. This is Open Mic Radio, and we do this every Saturday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. We've got Kyron Penrose in the studio with us this afternoon, joined just recently by Olivia Bernie. Glad to have them both with us this afternoon, and uh, appreciate y'all listening. Um, I forget that I was supposed to say something about something. Oh, Sifa. Uh, that's right. We, di- we didn't even tell people what's happening around town, but Sifa, I'm going. Bohemara, yeah. um, or Bohemara, I forget exactly how you pronounce her last name, but she's a wonderful, beautiful singer. Best friend. And, uh, and a friend of a lot of the folks around town here. Yeah. Did Sifa go to Hick- Hickman? Mm-hmm. Huh? So oh, yeah. were, you, were you in the same... Well, I think she did. I think she was, she was, she was a couple years older than me. All right. But... Yeah, she uh, she graduated the same year as my girlfriend, I think, in 2015, I want to say. So it would have been like, wait, no, 16? I don't know. Yes, I'm pretty sure she's a Hickman graduate, but she's right. older than me. A little bit and older. I saw her around school, and like she was, she's just the coolest well, man. She's been down here to the station before, um, and in fact, it was when, when I used to do the show on Friday mornings, uh, there was a show that followed me... Um, called Speaking of the Arts, Diana Moxon does a fantastic show, and she's actually moved to Thursday evenings now. But if you if you want to find out what's happening in the mid-Missouri art scene, uh, check out Diana's show, uh, Speaking of the Arts, on Thursday evenings. But anyway, uh, Sifa was on Diana's show, and I used to engineer for Diana. Now Diana does most of her stuff remotely. Um, but I would engineer the show for, uh, for Diana, and so all these artists would come in here, and one afternoon or one morning, Sifa came in, or maybe more than once, and sat across from me here, and sang some some lovely songs yeah, and we played some great oh my god what a voice holy yeah. smokes what a voice right yeah, yeah. incredible so Very tonight uh, Saturday tonight uh, Sifa with Ina Cook another incredible uh, art, artist and Ina makes your home in St. Louis these days for the most part but uh, the Ina Cook band and I don't know if she's going to be by herself or with the band, but she has a brother whose name is Ando who's a ridiculously killer guitar player yeah. and uh, and they've been here in the studio just tearing it up before I mean uh, I, and Ina's from Madagascar originally they're, they're uh, African natives and uh, just remarkable story um, and super cool music so tonight awesome stuff at Rose we've got Ina Cook uh, opening for Sifa and JRT's I'm not oh yes okay have you heard JRT's I, stuff you know I, I know I should know but I but right, I, have but you I heard don't. The, soul she- the soul sessions that have been going on uh uh-uh. uh so my friend so my roommate Ryan the, the guy that plays guitar with me sometimes and uh yeah Ryan's been here with you yeah so, so Ryan and Dan he'll see uh 
Well, I mean, basically everyone I played with and, and like that I play my shows with, they go to hang out with, with Josh. Um, he was the lead singer of Loose Loose. Oh, yeah, of course. So yeah. he uh, went and... Um, I wish they were still together. I wish they yeah, were still together. Yeah, me too. They were so They're good. in L.A. right now. I yeah, think. but not the whole band, is it, or, or are they? Uh, I don't... No, no. I think that they're kind of split yeah, up. They, yeah, but Josh yeah. is doing his thing here to where he'll do like weekly practices with people and have new people come in. And then uh, they'll go to different event spaces and they'll play weekly show, shows called the Soul Sessions where they have like a giant group of people come and they all sing... Uh, like soul funk music, awesome. like, just like the coolest, yeah. And where's that happening? I haven't seen any of them. If I'm being honest with you, but all my friends have. So. <laughs> have you ever go to any? I haven't. I'm really excited to. Yeah, see that, that sounds tonight, like though. something I feel like I'm missing on. Yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah. it's weekly, but they do. They did the Blue Note, and then what's no, I've that seen room? a bunch of it. Or, uh, where's the one that pressed? Pressed, yeah. Pressed, and then the one right over the there, the rooftop. The rooftop. Yeah. Yeah. Or what's this place over here, like on the corner, across the street from Ernie's, the new event space? I the don't atrium. Know. The place where uh, the atrium. They played there too. Oh the yeah, that that used to be like, uh, um, that was uh, used to be the Columbia School of Music or whatever was there, right? Oh long, yeah, long, long time My mom ago. Dated and, that guy. and I forget the uh, I forget the, <laughs> name, the name of the Casey. Are you talking about the owner? Yeah. Yeah, I think that. Well, I remember my mom and him talked for a while. My bi my biological mom, but. Uh, his name was Casey. I, I got to try the soda machine like the first time it got used, and yeah, he was a cool dude. I don't know. They, so I think they went from from here to Jeff City. Yeah, and then the tornado took out that took out the bridge. The bridge. That's what it was called. And they yeah. had the music school on the other side, mm -hmm. and that was a pretty cool live venue actually for a while. You yeah. were really young though. You was probably yeah. I didn't get to really see any yeah. shows there. Yeah. I did karaoke there one time. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, let's hear another song. All right. Alright. Okay. What uh give me an idea. What do? Um we can do it's alright. While they're deciding I'll tell you it's open mic radio, KOPN Columbia, eighty nine point five FM and uh Kyron Penrose and Olivia Bernie in the studio with me. They're gonna play us another song and we got another twenty five minutes or so before we turn this place over to Rashumba and a reggae party from 6 o'clock until 8. You'll have the best in roots, rock, and reggae right here in mid-Missouri. And stick around, 8 to 11, Blues on Broadway with Chris. If you want to hear great, great blues music all night tonight uh, until 11 o'clock, KOPN, uh, keep it tuned in here because you got great stuff between now and uh, forever, okay? All right, uh, Kyron, Olivia, what do you say? All right. Let's do it. How do I do this? That's good. Cause I, I I got you. I got you back on my side. I'm I'm, I'm get you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That last song sounded fantastic. So. All right. Sweet. All right. Uh, another one from Kyron and Olivia.
I love it. The two of you together is really, really nice. Hey, thank you. Yeah, I mean it. Yeah, sounds sounds very, very good. All right. Uh, yeah, Kyron Penrose, Olivia Bernie in the studio with us this afternoon. It's Open Mic Radio, KOPN Columbia. And uh, we mentioned, and we'll mention again, SIFA tonight with Ina Cook at Rose. JRT's opening for, uh, for the whole gang. So, again, JRT's, what's the story? Josh. Josh Josh Reynolds Reynolds and it's and it's a uh, uh, what type of a performance is he doing? Is it a singer songwriter thing or is he a hip hop? <laughs> mm. Or what's happening? I think he plays a little bit. It's kind of like loose loose stuff where it's like kind of right uh, soul or I I don't know I kind of I kind of see that as like a spiritual kind of music too. You know like what I was talking about like uh, like not a, not like a religious music but like a spiritual music where he like sings and I could tell that he's channeling something yeah he's like, really he's like feeling bringing it. something in and right yeah he's he's a really cool dude i love he's he's a nice guy to hang out with let me ask both of you a question about that um there is a phenomenon and kurt can attest to it to this as well <laughs> um uh, and it doesn't just happen in art or in music and and uh, i use art as a as a umbrella term because playing music is just one way to express the artistic creative you know zeal but uh, sometimes artists will talk about uh, a difference in, in a particular performance or a particular uh, piece that they're working on where something different ha- happens. And they actually, it's not just their state of, you know, the, the standard show. So they just feel different. And, and, they, and they, sometimes musicians would call it the groove. We just got in the groove. And it's like you could play for hours sometimes it seems and not even i mean the, the time is different and everything just seems to be flowing together and working right runners uh uh um athletes sometimes talk about uh a runner's high or 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 being uh 
um, I forget what the, there's another term for it that they use in athletics. Uh, but it's but it's similar, I think. Uh, have you ever experienced something like that where you where, where you just sort of are high on the thing and, and just sort of it's flowing through you and you're really just kind of not 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 doing it that much? Hmm. I would say so. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I Yeah. If you're doing it right, <laughs> yeah. that's sort of the height of it, or that's sort of what yeah. the, what the goal. Or, yeah, or, or, or you're trying or, to like trying to get into that that flow state, you know. You know what's that movie with the, the Pixar one that came out not too long? The the jazz School movie. of Soul. Rock. Soul. Soul. <laughs> I'm kidding. Every time I come in here, you talk about School of Rock. That's the only time somebody brings up a movie, I say School of Rock. Uh, Soul with. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, like there's like it's the whole thing where it's it's a pretty awesome movie. They, it's like they whoever did it obviously studied near death experiences and cool stuff like that. Really? But, um, yeah, because like a lot of this stuff is like I don't really want to get too far into it because it's you know it's a big conversation. But right, uh, it's it's a really cool movie, and they they talk about how um, the, he he's a jazz pianist like it's like his character's a jazz pianist and he plays and he's really good but whenever he does he gets into this flow state to where like he'll go off into this different world and he'll all he'll be like moving around and it's kind of like people get there by meditating or people get there by doing different things like you could get into Dancing a flow state yeah and so like shamanic practice yeah it was like a really cool visuals like way of looking at it you know mm-hmm, i think mm-hmm. that that's definitely a thing for musicians if you i think music at its finest is uh what you'd call like divine interpretation filtered through the heart. Hmm. Yeah. I think That's if you're doing it right, it. you know, if you, I think anyone can get to it too. Even people that aren't like, even if you're not a musician, you know, like if you enjoy playing music, even though, if, even if you're not like trained in anything, like I have so many friends that <clears> really want to learn how to play an instrument or really want to learn how to sing better. And it's like, and you could do that yourself, you know, like it doesn't really, you don't have to be good to, to be able to get a feeling from, you know, like people do it by listening to songs that make them feel a certain way, but like you, you could know, sing it, you could just sit by your house and, and if you find the right spot, it's like getting, you, you get better at writing, you get better at medit- in the way, like getting into that flow state and slipping into it. But if you just sit, you know, sit, be really quiet and patient with yourself and, and just try to sing a song or try to learn how to play or even just like listen to the music and sing along with it you get into that flow state pretty quick you know i've i've seen i've seen interesting situations where and this is why music circles or 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 we just jam sessions where anybody can kind of join are cool yeah because um if you sometimes you'll just you can get a group of people and they'll just invite everyone it doesn't matter whether you can play or not just tap on tap on a djembe or 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 something and interestingly you'll get people that have no musical sort of background or really don't know how to play anything but they'll somehow find a way to just 100% make make it work somehow it's cool yeah yeah. I've seen this in bluegrass circles Are you before. Back it's to crazy. your uh, Grateful Dead days, like the drum circles, not a lot. <laughs> no, no. This is this is like old school, uh, like old music. Like um, yeah, even like, before bluegrass, I think they would call it uh, original country or something. I don't know, but I, I used to hang out with an old guy who's long gone now. Died in uh, in, in 2008, but mm. he was from Fresno. Uh, <clears throat> he was a art professor at Fresno in California, uh, but he was also a real good uh, uh, lap dulcimer player. Hmm. And in fact, he gave me my, my lap dulcimer. It's one of my, <laughs> one of my great 
possessions uh even though i don't play it as well as he as he did but anyway uh, i would sit around in these little bluegrass circles uh with them because uh, they'd have these big festivals and then afterwards was when all the action was happening right because yeah. because uh during the show i mean everyone was performing for the for the uh you know for the for the crowd and for the people that bought tickets etc yeah. but afterwards all the artists got together among themselves and would sit around in a big circle and just trade songs and and let anybody do anything and everyone was welcome and it was very uh uh un um intimidating it wasn't intimidating a lot of times you know what i mean they made everybody feel comfortable and i think those were some of the most magical musical experiences that i've ever I've ever had. Even if you want to go to another one, I know where you can go. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Yeah. If you, anyone that ever wants to do that, like it's not. I mean, they don't do bluegrass, but I know people that do like uh, circles. Like there's some blues stuff for sure. Well, it's it's like uh, they do circles of drum drums and harmoniums and like different world instruments, and it's really cool. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it can be trance like. I mean, it's like yeah, for sure. You know. So anyway, all right. I think we have time for uh, we have time for two more. We do one, and then we talk for a few more minutes and kind of wrap things up, and then we'll do one more on the way out. All right. Is do that cool? Want, do you want to do one solo? Me? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> if you if you want me to. Yeah, I do. Okay. Unless you don't want to. No, I can. Okay. I can do one. All right, cool. So we are going to get a song here. It looks like from Miss Olivia Bernie, and uh, Kyron's going to generously hand his guitar yeah it's real over. broke you want to pick <laughs> sure I don't know what to play this is his Alvarez Martin knockoff uh, Kurt are you playing a Martin what do you got is, or is yours a I have an Eterna no but what's the is that your 12 string no this is my no no your 12, 12 string is a Martin that's what I thought okay you don't I have do your 12 string today alright I have the 6 with me today alright cool um I always I asked uh, Kyron about this before, but I have, listeners always ask what kind of instruments do people play. So even though you're playing Kyron's tonight, uh, what's your um, what type of guitar do you like to play? And I'm sure you have more than one, perhaps. But like, what's your go-to? Um, I usually just play this. I haven't done a lot of research on acoustic guitars, um, honestly. But I play a Breedlove, and it's kind of like a... They make beautiful guitars. Yeah, they do. Um, it's it's kind of like a blondish. Like, it's really big. Um, really? So sometimes it's kind of hard to play because it's pretty thick. But I'm not exactly, like, 100% sure what what <laughs> model or anything it is. Okay. Um, but it, I think it has a really nice sound because um, I tend to play, like, pretty hard. But, um, no, I really like it. All right, cool. All right, we're going to get a song from you. What are you going to play for us? I, I'm not really sure. <laughs> um, I'll figure something out. <laughs> yeah, Kyron, let's turn that one down toward her guitar. Thank you. All right. Put you on the spot, my bad. There we go. <laughs> All right, uh, once again, Open Mic Radio. we got a few minutes left here. Stick around. Rashumba and a reggae party. A reggae party coming up. Coming up at 6 o'clock That's until fine. 8. And uh, we're going to squeeze a couple more songs in here with Olivia and uh, Kyron, so let's not waste any more time. Okay. 
we'll make sure she's in tune. And I'll remind you that you can listen to all these programs on the web at kopn.org. And I will also say that, you know, I, I'm very bad at promotion, Kurt. I don't do very good at, at the podcast thing. I should do that. I should be better at telling people to to subscribe yeah, to the well, podcast, the right? KOPN's uh, shows, the majority of the shows, I think, are archived. Yeah, but KOPN the podcast is, is like where it's at because then you don't have to go look for it. It just shows up magically in your in your podcast thing. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Olivia. Uh, Olivia. Yes. Olivia Bernie. Olivia Bernie. Wow. Huh? What a treat. Very nice. Very nice. Karen, grab that mic. Oh, okay. 
Wow. What a, what a, what a great uh, afternoon and a great show this afternoon. I sure appreciate you both coming down here, Kyron and Olivia, both of you. Um, what, uh, we know you don't have anything coming up, anything real soon. Uh, you're going to be touring a little bit, though, in the spring. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, what do you and, uh, and the gang have going on, Olivia? Um, I, we, I'm not really sure when we're going to be playing. Um, I think we're going to be playing in, like locally in February at some point, but I don't think we've like confirmed that show or anything yet. So uh, I'm not really sure, but uh, rehearsal is pretty much the biggest. And you're always working, always writing, always doing, yeah. doing your thing. Mm-hmm. All right, and Nashville coming up. Yes. When can we look forward to uh, hearing the two of you locally? Uh-huh. Out and about. Um, Pretty I don't soon. know. Whenever, <laughs> whenever we make a I mean, show. a lot of times she'll save me because I'll get like a three-hour set somewhere or something, you know, and I'll be like, I don't have these songs. Like, you want to come? And she'll be like, yeah. She'll come and save me with all of the other ones. That's but. awesome. Well, if you uh, if you do anything do more uh, more official, I'd certainly love to have you both back, and, and, and we'll, yeah, we'll sure. share it with the, with the rest of the gang yeah. out sure. there. All right? Yeah. Okay. Um, we're tight on time. I want to tell everyone that... Uh, Sifa and Ina Cook tonight at Rose. Um, the Blue Note, Tyler Farr with Cameron Marlowe. Unfamiliar. Sounds like a country show to me. Um, Decadence, uh, Friday, December 31st at the Blue Note. That will be the uh, the New Year's thing. Uh, the, uh, the, our, our pals, the Hootenhollers, will be at, uh, at Rose for, uh, for New Year's. So Kelly and John and Andy. Rock and roll back in uh, Columbia with the Hootenhollers on Friday, December 31st at Rose. And the Cosmic Riders will be opening for them. That's JT and uh, and his gang. And if you're looking for another great studio in town, uh, JT Schnackenberg, uh, the guitarist and the singer for the Cosmic Riders. Okay. Um, Let's hear one more. We're going to hear one more, and then we're going to say goodbye. Uh, you get ready as well to do our outro here, Ooh. and we'll have one more from uh, from Kyron and maybe Olivia. I will we'll see you. myself. Right? Okay. Um, it's Open Mic Radio, KOPN Columbia. Been a pleasure. Hope you're all doing well, and uh, enjoy the rest of one another. Yeah, enjoy the rest of your Saturday. Yeah. And here's one more from uh, from Kyron Penrose. Talk to me if you don't want to. It's 
Kyron Penrose, Olivia, awesome, great. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks for joining um, us. Let's say goodbye. Uh, stick around for Rajumba. Rajumba and a reggae party. Yalla. Also, uh, we'll be back next week with Bummy. Yeah. I'm not sure what we're up for, but uh, or what we're in for, but uh, no, Bummy music next uh, <laughs> next Saturday, which is Christmas Day, and let's. Uh, I think Jonesy would have approved of this. I broadcast. will. And here's to here's one more to Matt Jones, our good friend. We lost him last night. And uh, Kurt, let's say goodbye. All right. Channel.